0: My name is Enrico Orsini, I'm the Scientific Lead at EHA Education.
1: Um, I'm Paolo Guia, a Professor of Medical Oncology at Universita Vita Salute San Raffaele in Milano, where I'm directing the CLL program.
0: Uh, we are here today to speak about the patient and doctor's perspective in the treatment of uh, CLL. Uh, so Paolo, uh, CLL therapeutic op- op- options uh, have been constantly growing as we have already discussed in another podcast. Uh, So what are the um, main factors that influence the choice of treatment uh, in CLL patients nowadays? And should the patient perspective be included in these factors?
1: Yes indeed, thank you very much for the question. Also because we we now published a paper in the Hemisphere, uh, the EHA Journal, where we try really to address this issue. And uh, interestingly, we ran a survey, survey which is actually a so-called discrete choice experiment, not only to physicians, but also to patients, just because we wanted to know exactly what is driving their decision. And uh, so we explore uh, efficacy measures, uh, we explore the um, uh, modalities of the administration of the drugs, the length of the administration, uh, Logistics arrangement in the hospital, uh, adverse events, and what came out is really that physicians and patients are reasoning in a different way. And uh, so, for the for the doctors, uh, uh, it's much more relevant uh, efficacy of the drug, so PFS. While instead for the patient, uh, is uh, uh, not to get hurt, you know. No, so adverse event. Uh, in particular, they were more mostly um, um, interested on the level of. Uh, infectious diseases that one can uh, um, get with uh, each single drug. This is particularly probably due to the fact that our study was run during the pandemic, so maybe there was more awareness about infections, infections and the risk uh, of, of infections. but it really it gives you a different perspective between doctors and, um, and, and patients. Doctors and patients agreed instead on the oral administration. Everybody liked oral administration and we, we can understand that. But again, there was a difference between the length of treatment. For a patient, it was not really important the length of treatment. So they are, despite what we always think, they are OK even with the continuous treatment, as long as they feel well and the, the drug works. But instead, the doctors, also for scientific reason, because we think about clonal evolution, we think about the cost, um, uh, of course, they really prefer the fixed duration treatment. And uh, another thing on which we always uh, uh, put a, a a lot of attention is the logistics of uh, administration of the drug. So doctors are always concerned. And in fact, we we, we confirm that in our study about uh, how often I have to see the patient. Uh, 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 Do I need a bed? Do I need a chair time? Uh, Well, instead the patient doesn't really care, as long as, again, the drug is safe, the drug is, is effective, it doesn't matter if he has to come often to the hospital or if he has to stay at the hospital. So um, for the doctors, we learned that the best drug is the one that, for which he can see the, doctor, the, the patients every three months. That's the, the gold standard. Not too often, but not too rarely. So that's what uh, we learned from the study. And last but not least, adverse events, as I said, um, infections, in, infections are the main uh, um, concern for patients who are taking the drug. While instead for doctors, uh, uh, um, uh, not only in, in infections are the same of uh, same relevant for patients and doctors. So uh, maybe the patients are a little bit more concerned about the cardiac toxicity, which instead uh, is irrelevant for doctors because they know how to uh, address it and manage it. Um, so in that sense, they appear to be uh, there, there is a consensus between doctors and. and and uh, patients.
0: So, for, for from what you say, it seems that uh, can we say there is a kind of underestimation of uh, uh, adverse events by the doctors that are, on the other side, very relevant for patients?
1: Yes, indeed, that is true. This is uh, almost a joke among doctors. The, uh, probably we. we pay less attention to the adverse events because we are not affected by the adverse events, if not in the management of, of the patient. So we are more probably concerned about the grade three and four adverse events rather than the one or two, grade one or two, which are a nuisance for patients. So they really um, modify the quality of the daily quality of life, though they probably do not, af- not affect the general uh, and uh, long term outcomes. So the doctors probably don't realize. That's the reason why uh, the the quality of life studies should really uh, be implemented in every in clinical trial, in every study, because that's what we really need now when we have uh, drugs that are very effective and probably the only difference now between the drugs is not in terms of PFS or overall survival, that we are not even able to evaluate anymore so long it is but the problem is on the quality, uh, on the daily quality of life and on the impact of adverse events. So that's where probably the voice of the patient should be heard much more.
0: That's correct. On the other side, as doctors, we used to look at PFS and this is important for us. Um, so how do you think uh, a shared decision-making can be, can be done between patients and doctors because efficient uh, efficiency on the drug. is also important for patients, of course. So maybe they need more education from this point of view, so that there is more common ground in the decision.
1: Yeah, that, that is difficult. I don't have an answer. Uh, I, I always say nowadays, really in the last few months, uh, is that probably nowadays, uh, um, when we talk about personalization or individualization of the therapy, it's not only Checking for genetic markers, or for uh, or doing a, a medical history of the patient with all the comorbidities, all the drugs that he's taking in order to avoid uh, interactions. But it's really to listen and discuss with the patient. So the patient preference is it must become much more relevant nowadays in the decision because in many instances in CLL, thanks to the chemo-free treatment, they are very effective. So we are really discussing about uh, practical issues. So like, for example, I'm always saying for unmutated patients with immunoglobulin genes, let's make an example. They could take uh, a continuous BTK inhibitor for the rest of their life. And maybe they will respond for seven, eight years. We don't even know the median pr- pr- propagation phase survival. Or on the other side, they could take uh, a combination of venetoglass plus obinutuzumab for one year. They will know that uh, they will relapse earlier it means after five years, median progression of free survival, 65, 65 months. So a long time. It's true that it's shorter than the, the PFS. If you want to compare, you should never do, but it might be shorter than with the continuous treatment. But again, maybe you can retreat the patient, but maybe we are talking about in five years time, maybe we will have other treatments. So at a certain point is, do you want to take the drug for the rest of your life? Or do you want to do one, one year of treatment? in which you have to go to the hospital, in contrast to the, the BTK inhibitor. So there are a lot of small details that create the whole, the whole picture and where the patient must have
0: and must say something. And in your experience, CLL is a chronic condition now; it lasts for years. In your experience, how much the patients want to be involved in all this?
1: This is true. I have to say that in my practice, but again, uh, Italy is different from many other countries in Europe and in the world. Patients at the end of the day, they always tell you and ask you that the usual critical question is, what would you do for yourself? What would you do for your mother? So on and so forth. So they make it very, very, but I have to say that today I have really difficulty somethi- sometimes to choose because sometimes again, to ask the patient to come for six months uh, uh, to the hospital might be a burden uh, for others instead could be much easier. Um, So in my mind, I I realize that I'm uh, taking into consideration many other aspects that in the past, they were really probably uh, less relevant.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you.
1: Thank you all.